What's going on with your mic, Chris? Oh, it's because I've got a scarf on. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> it's like okay. shuffling all over the place. It's, it's like it's not, a, it's, a rat it's, on the recording. I might, what I might do is put it on the outside of the scarf. There, there you go. Or take the scarf off. Is it yeah. that cold in your house? Well, I just like it. Are you on or off? Neck. <laughs> neck uh, anti-draftage. <laughs> Fuzzball, but you didn't see us alone in the South Passage. Yes, it's the science fiction rating system. It's Christmas. It's a big film. Are we ready for a big film, everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, you ready? Yeah. The biggest. The biggest film. Wow. Mm. Wow. The biggest film. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Mm. it's it's, it's Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. And uh, when we did Star Wars A New Hope... This was talked about, wasn't it? Like, everyone was a bit like, oh, you know, Star Wars is good, but it's not as good as Empire and, you know. Yeah, definitely. All that stuff. So we're going to find out today, aren't we? Big time. Big time. Uh, As always, I'm Alex Humphrey, and I am joined by Chris Redding. Hello. And Sam Draper. Hello. Are you Christmassy? Yeah. Is it all Christmas around your house, everyone? Yeah, I think this weekend's... Yeah. Feels like Christmas now, definitely. Yeah, all Good. the presents are wrapped. Oh, well, I haven't um, done that yet. The tree's up, <laughs> and yeah. Have you done that, Christmas Chris? Time. Is the tree up? Tree's up. Um, loads of Christmas parties. Been Ooh. drunk Good. many times. Wow, <laughs> that's nice. the festive spirit. That's Not a late nights going on, but uh, <laughs> otherwise quite good. Well, as you pointed out, Chris, this was on the other night on TV because you said this is always oh, last Christmas. Night. Last night, yeah, so, I watched it. Uh, I'm, yeah. It's all fresh in my mind. Good. Well, that's I wasn't going to bother to watch it because I know it inside out. But when's uh, the last time you saw it before? Then both of you, like the last time, probably like within a year. Ages? No, ages ago. Yeah. When it oh, went, I, maybe when it went back in the cinemas. I normally watch it at Christmas. Ninety-seven. Maybe. Yeah. I normally watch it at Christmas. I watched it after that Last Jedi came out because it was so awful. I wanted to get back watching Good. That's the last yeah. time I saw it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, mine. It was ages ago. I, 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 the old Star Wars is. I know they're good, so I don't like. I should watch them more, I guess. But um, yeah, anyway, anyway, um, if you're not, uh, if you don't know what happens in Star Wars, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, what I'm going to do <laughs> is that I'm going to read you the opening title card, The Crawl. Oh, nice. yeah. uh, because, you know, if that doesn't fill you in, I don't know. I can't help you. Uh, so it is a dark time for the rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed, Imperial troops have driven the rebel forces from their hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy. Evading the dreaded Imperial Starfleet, a group of freedom fighters led by Luke Skywalker has established a new secret base on the remote ice world of Hoth. The evil Lord Darth Vader, obsessed with finding young Skywalker has dispatched thousands of remote probes into the far reaches of space. Mm. So uh, we're on part one, which is uh, whooped by a Wumpa. Uh, <laughs> or Wumpa, whatever, however you want to say it. You say Wumpa, I say Wumpa. Um, is that a Wumpa? Thing off. Is it, it's a Wumpa, isn't it? Yeah. In the cave? No, yeah. it's a, is it? I'm just going to fire up uh, Wikipedia. No. It is a Wumpa, isn't it? No, I'm going to have Wikipedia so. going all the way through this. Oh, just, I'll, just like be, a... I'll be picking you up on everything, basically. <laughs> <laughs> have, well, 
I, I thought it was a that. Wampa. <laughs> oh, it is a Wampa, yeah. Let you off. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Anyway, so it's all ice and snow, which is another reason to do this at Christmas. Um, and it's uh, that first shot is a ship with all the probes going off. It's quite a good little. Uh, it's quite a good little start, isn't it? It's a bit. It's a lovely opening. Really yeah, nice. I love it. Yeah. And you kind of you zoom in on like the probe, and then you get near to the planet, and then it explodes on the planet, and it's quite like it's such a uh, contrast to the last film, right? The yeah. desert. Mm. Yeah. That's like you think there's only two films at this side uh, at this time. Sorry, it is like such a clever callback to the first one, isn't it? Because there's no one being attacked in space. It's all yeah. like mysterious and quiet as it goes down. Mm. So. Mm. And you know, I'm sure you know, but uh, he wanted to, uh, George Lucas wanted to do snow because he said it was easy to hide the special effects in space. So he wanted to challenge himself mm. so that you could see everything in the snow. But it really is a quite a... Um, well, I think really if you different. see the original before the revamp in the, in the 90s, mm. it, you, yeah. it is quite, you can see the, the, you know, the matte lines and stuff. It's quite, it's quite dodgy. Oh, okay. What ver- I watched the uh, despecialized version. Me um, too. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yes. It, it looks incredible. Good. It looks so yes. good. Yes. Like I'm it's never going to watch another version again other than that. Anyway. So is that like? <laughs> so that, is that like remastered but despecialized? Yeah, it's like a fan made thing where they've yeah. they've basically like cleaned up and corrected it and made it as. Well, I think it's better quality than the special edition. There isn't much special edition shit in the second one, though, is there? No, no, not compared to the two. No. But um, no. No, it just it, it it looks how your memory of it uh, memory of it as a kid is. Right. Yeah. 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 I just love like, I just remember like vivid memories of Christmas just seeing how it was so dark and like mysterious and yeah. mm. so good. Yeah. And uh Luke's out there in the snow and he's kind of all misguided, isn't he? He's like, Oh, it's nothing really going on in the snow. It's all uh it's all fine out here. And then next thing he knows, bam! He's got smacked around the face. It's quite a big uh, kind of shock for the beginning of the film, isn't it? Mm. It's kind of a... Uh, it's not what you expect your star to be taken out that early. No. That's a did weird it, one. And do you know why they it, did that? To explain his, his, his crash. But, is that what it is? Yeah. Well... So he had a car crash that... and he had a massive scar on his face. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's I mean, more than that, is... isn't it? Like, his whole facial shape has changed, hasn't it? Yes. He's nothing yeah. like the Mark Hamill yeah. in, in the first one, does he? No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that is definitely what people say, isn't it? I mean, I yeah. think there's people say that isn't what it is, but it does kind of make... Yeah, because he doesn't look like the kind of baby-faced kind of um, teenager that he does in the first mm. film, does he? I they all, they've that, all changed though. quite a lot, because uh, Carrie Fisher's changed quite a lot as well in this. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, I guess so. Well, because, I mean, she was, wasn't she 18 in the first film? So she would mm. just... She's not got like a grown-up face, has she, at that point? No, I think. no. Um, but you know that thing with the scars, though? When I was a yeah. kid... I never got that that he was meant to have been scarred by that thing because they don't really make a big reference to like saying like oh your your face all fucked up do they? No. Well, I don't know. He was in the back to tank and stuff, and he did have a lot of cuts on his face when Han finds him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And talking of the other the characters, we see them all. That it's kind of quite a quick. You get back to all the characters quite introduced back in again quite quickly, aren't they? So yeah. Han and Chewie and Lara there. Han's concerned. There. Hands concerned, three POs there, kind of mouthing off as he does. A lot of the, the business entire... chat in the base is very good, I think. You know, mm. the, a lot of the te- you know the technical stuff. They never do that well now no. in these in these films. No, there's a real sense that there are a hell of a lot of people in the yeah, like the military base. sort of mm. business stuff. It's quite yeah. it's quite good. Now it's they very... make silly. You know, they really are silly. The new yeah. ones, like and it, all the sort of military side. It's very confident, isn't it? In a way that it just lets you like. It you know lets the camera pan around it and everyone's talking and like you yeah. say like it's very it knows what it is 
in yeah, a way yeah. that, that you know films and that's the sets and the lighting is like really really nice mm-hmm. like the purples and blues they use it's just gorgeous mm. yeah definitely no i think it's um it is really well shot definitely it's uh and it looks so different like you say it's such a different look to the first film they could have very easily just done more of the same and mm. everyone would have been happy but they really decide to go for something you know very very a shocking contrast really mm. don't they yeah mm. yeah and you get also in the beginning so something I saw on this viewing more than I'd ever seen at the beginning they really really heavily set up kind of Han and Leia's relationship and I don't know if you guys agree or disagree but to me, what I saw this time watching it was in these first opening scenes, it really feels to me that Han is really into Leia and she's mm. actually not that bothered with him. Yeah, well, that's because at this point, Leia's not Luke's sister, is he? Like, in terms mm. of the making of the films. Yes, spoilers. That's a decision that <laughs> that's a decision Lucas makes between Empire Strikes Back and Turn of the Jedi. At this point, mm. that isn't... Yeah, so she's it, got two people to kind of... Well, was it not even for. that wasn't even written. No, so the original, you know, when um, I get a bit ahead a bit when he leaves half. He says, "Oh, there's another." Yeah, and that you know we know it's Leia now. That wasn't Leia originally. That was the person in the trilogy after this trilogy. I can't what right. his name is now. Um, and Ray. No, no, no. Like someone, you know, what Lucas's idea was basically for right. the next trilogy, and then right. between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. He changed his mind about a lot of stuff to do with the story and Star Wars, and okay. uh, we'll get to when we get to Turn Jedi. But basically, yeah, at this point, so that's why this feels weird, though, because you're right, Alex. That is right. It's because if you think about it, it's a it's, it's a love triangle at this point, isn't it? And mm. not this weird yeah. thing of like two yeah. are actually related, and mm, it makes more no. sense to love triangle, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think it really heavily works. I think when by if you really really watch it through the the eyes that. Leia is this kind of quite cold. She's come from a, you know, she's a royal. She's she's just in. She just wants to get stuff done. She's like leading the rebels. It's all very serious. Yeah. And Han is a bit more like, well, I kind of want to, you know, get with you, and you don't seem that interested. Mm. And he's trying to play it cool. But I think there's quite a few. You know, he keeps going to say goodbye to her and makes all these mm. little comments. And there's this kind of good love hate thing going on. And I yeah. really do think it's more on Han's side than Leia's, yeah. which obviously really pays out later on in yeah. the film. What, and, and to me, this it really came to the front this time watching it. And I think that's quite a good... It's in the writing, but it's obviously in the performance from Harrison Ford and from mm. Carrie Fisher as well. The way I've she is, really though, noticed. and how practical and like how you know practical she is in the war sense mm. it's like yeah. such an like it's an important like female character really you never yeah. saw anything yeah. like that before then she, well, you, she's, you, you understand why she's a general don't you like yeah mm. in, in the army like it does, it's not just a title is it no and they don't make a big thing of it it's not like oh look we're doing this positive yeah. female character everyone hey over here she yeah. just is yeah she's yeah you're right Chris. she's strong she just leads people she does the you know she does the right thing yeah, it's probably the influence of uh, Lee Brackett, isn't it? Who who wrote, co-wrote the script for it? Mm. Who was a um, female um, science fiction writer? Oh, right? Okay, who yeah. wrote the script of Lawrence Kasdan? Well, anyway, things are going wrong because uh, Han's worried about Luke. Luke's stuck in a cave and Han's like, I need to get out there. And uh, all the very helpful, very correct soldiers say, 
no, no, you can't go out there. Your tom-tom's going to freeze. And for some reason, Han Solo just goes crazy and just goes, then I'll see you in hell, and just walks yeah. out. <laughs> now, number one, it's a bit odd because they are just trying to be helpful. But also, <laughs> it's a bit complicated because you can't really have... There surely is no hell within Star Wars. That's a they, question. I, don't, I think uh, they refer to things like hell, though, don't they? Yeah. And uh, it's a bit. I mean, it, I don't know if it was an ad libbed line, but it's kind of causes a problem <laughs> a bit lazy, in the universe. Because yeah. yeah. I could imagine things like like a place on a planet called Hell something. You know, it, it's like a <laughs> Hell you know, One. It's, it's yeah. used more as a adjective. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I'll, I'll see you in Hell with all the Hellions located on Mars. Do you think it's like that? That's what you're saying. <laughs> you get that yeah. lovely shot as well when they, they shut the doors and Chewie yeah. does that moan and looks up. Oh yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. No, it's great. The the the, um, the whole business of why they can't what is it? They can't adapt the speeders to the cold. Oh um, yes, yeah. Why don't you just take an X wing? Mm. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they've got them. Yeah. yeah, they operate in space. Yeah, it's true. True. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we cut to Luke. He's hanging upside down. He's in a cave. His face is more mangled up than it is later on. Uh, and um, you kind of, um, it's that whole, like, you know, he, he does the whole, like, doesn't he, does it, uses the force, he kind of grabs his lightsaber out. That's kind of the first times you've seen him do proper force stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a big moment because, like, you've only it seen is. Vader do it, haven't you, before this? And mm. Yeah. And I, mean, I think sure. it's it's good, good how they've actually took a whole film for him to get that sort of power. Mm. Like, in the new ones, yeah, you know, the yeah. shit happens quite quickly now. Yeah. With, the, with the old force, and, and also that, then you saw but, how difficult it was to achieve that sort of uh, power. Yeah, the struggle, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he really shows like the struggle for it as well. And also, I mean, to be honest, this whole film, Luke goes through some shit, doesn't he? I mean, this yeah, is well, the beginning he's, he's of got, quite he's a got long bare midichlorians, man. Yeah, but this is the beginning of some pretty nasty. You know, it's going <laughs> to only get worse from here on. Um, he does the same, but then he chops the Wampus arm off. Now, yeah, classic. Classic, but do you know what happens next to that Wampa? Yes, you do. You're aware of the. Uh, you're aware of Dark Saber, then, Chris. Oh, I don't know. No. Oh no! I'm, th- I mean, I'm thinking like, of a, a cut scene from this film. Well, no, I'm saying in her life, what happens to her next? <laughs> her? Uh, yeah, she's called One Arm. Uh, quite okay. Rubbishly. Oh yeah, I've got it at Wikipedia here. Yeah. So uh, from, <laughs> from Crack.com, six yep. Star Wars backstories that are total madness. She's well, semi-sentient, a... apparently. Well, yes. Uh, in the 90s time book Darksaber, and I'm quoting from the Cracked article, for reasons that don't matter and won't be explained here, Luke returns to Hoth. While he was away, it turns out Old One-Arm survived Luke's muta- uh, mutilation and has been harbouring a decade-long grudge. She united the Wampa tribes, built an entire army. <laughs> she has killed all the colonisers who stole Wampa land. Uh, when we see one arm in again in Dark Saber, she's attacking a group of hunters and settlers. Her wampas have successfully sabotaged the hunter ships and driven them into an ambush. She has them right where she wants them, ready to deliver the final blow. And then she sees it—a lightsaber glowing in the swirling snow. <laughs> but instead of attacking Luke directly, one arm makes a lunge for his love interest. Maybe she wants to save him for last. Maybe she wants to eat what he eat what he loves. We'll never know because Luke cuts her down immediately. There is no epic duel or tense standoff. Putting all the force behind his swing, Luke cleaved the one-armed snow creature in half. So she has ten years of building an army to take back Hoth to then just be cut in half by Luke Skywalker. 
I vaguely remember this. I've read this. Yeah. It's on the Jedi cool. Academy books, isn't it? I hate but, when they start doing all this yeah. extended universe shit. Oh, they were brilliant. When it you were a kid. any sense. They were well, so least, good, though. At least this is a 90s one. I mean, it's not like, you know, at least it's not one of the more modern ones. I think the 90s ones are more fun because the more modern ones, they're all it's all linked up and proper now, isn't it? So they have to, like, work out Oh, they did toys. crazy shit, didn't they? I mean, yeah, yeah like, like you say, the fact that these things are sentient, I mean, that kind of changes some stuff, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, the whole Jedi Academy thing. Like, there's a horse uh, flying an X-Wing at one point in the books. <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff going on. It's brilliant. Wow. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Luke's in the snow. He's dying. It's pretty bad. Uh, and he, he sees uh, he sees Obi Wan, doesn't he? Uh, or does he hear Obi Wan? No, he sees him. Doesn't sees he? him. He sees him walking. Sees him. Yeah. yeah so they got uh, Alec Guinness back for this. Yeah, it's it's surprising, isn't it? That considering all the smack he talked about the first film, got paid, you know, money. Do you think it was just the money? Yeah. Just think how much money. he would have got paid for this, considering how big Star Wars was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a blank check, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. He wasn't going to take any. This is a true. small independent movie shit. No, true. No, fair <laughs> enough. Um, and it's, it's kind of crazy because this is, this is only still the first 15 minutes of the film. There's been a lot that's happened. It's I a like, um, epic drama. I like why all this is going on, all the like Empire-like business, like all the different generals and stuff going up to Darth yeah. Vader and telling him stuff. <laughs> yes, like. yes. There's yeah, a the, bit with the uh, there's a classic shot with Vader where he turns around and the guy's too close to him. General Veers, yeah, General Veers. <laughs> I can if you, if you prepare your men and he spins around and it's yeah. like an inch General away Veers from his face. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I like to do an impression of that with a cauliflower. That's yeah. <laughs> General Veers. Really good. But those yeah. shots, well, on the despecialized thing, which we won't keep going about, but they look incredible. Those space shots on the yeah. Like the the engine glow from the Super Star Destroyer and stuff, it looked mm. it looks absolutely. You'd have to get it, Chris. It's like yeah, I think no, it's great. like thirty gig or something. It's a massive file, but bloody hell, it's oh, yeah, it looks so good. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this section ends with the very famous bit everyone knows, where where Han turns up, his tonton dies, he slices him open, and I shots. thought they smelled bad on the outside. Yeah, everyone everyone loves that, um, but. <laughs> I re- that is one of the scenes this film that's always stuck with me as a child. I just remember thinking that was just horrible. Like it's the, it's the bubbly it's horrific. like intestines, isn't it? Coming it's out, great. yeah. You can I smell them, can't you? I can yeah. I smell them in my head. Yeah, but I mean, it's Brilliant. so think, creative. Like ha- mm. it, it's great. But I think by this stage of this film, you're in a very different film to the first Star Wars. Big yeah, time, you know. Yeah. There's a ton of character development. There's some pretty dark stuff going on already. It's a lot it's like more a adult Western. in a way. Yeah, it's a bit like a yeah, it's a bit like a western. Yeah, um, yeah, it's an amazing opening. It's, I mean, really, if you think about it, it's it's different in the way that Phantom Menace is actually. Like, there are two films that are completely different to the rest of them because mm. everything after Phantom Menace and this one, like Return of the Jedi, is basically just Star Wars again, and everything else they ever did was remaking those films, wasn't it? In mm. some capacity, yeah. I think Empire yeah. Strikes Back is the one that, that strays furthest from that, and it's for the better, yeah. really. Mm, definitely, yeah. Well, we're on part two, uh, things heat up on Hoth. And uh, as you say, Luke's in his pants, he's getting healed up. Uh, and then you're on the Star Destroyers and, uh, yeah, you've got all this kind of brilliant uh, just back and forth between Vader and all these kind the, of like... The way they tease his, uh, his head as well. You know, and he's like, the guy mm. goes into his like re- regeneration thing and you just see the back of his head slightly. Oh, yeah, yeah, As yeah. the hat's going yeah. back down onto him. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, and this weird egg thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's a, uh, it's what I, re- I read this, re- I read this kind of when I was doing my thing, but it's interesting because uh, Empire, I'd never thought of this, but Empire is really the only film where Darth Vader is the baddie. Yeah. 
Yeah. He he's not really doing apart from the emperor giving. We see him a the emperor of, a little bit though. Yeah, but he's really doing a lot of stuff under his own steam here. Unlike and, and the being a badass, like third. that's the biggest problem with Return of the Jedi is he's so mm. like he's such a pussy in it. He's so like mm. nothing to him. Like, I can't, well, I don't can't stand it, but it's a much worse film because Darth Vader is Darth Vader and Buzz strikes back, isn't he? And he isn't doing mm. anything else. Yeah, yeah. And also, I think we we touched on this when we did New Hope. You do go into that idea that you've got Vader with superpowers, basically, and then you've got very kind of a, a whole load of generals and military people. And the kind of fact that a lot of them just think he's talking rubbish, don't they? You know, when he starts saying, oh, I, I think he's, they're on Hoth, they're definitely on Hoth. Mm. And everyone's kind of like disagree. It's quite an interesting conflict between these like... Yeah. It's the way the, the muffs were in the, in the first one, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And then we get the big, uh, the huge fight. You've got Snow Speeders versus the Atats, uh, which I thought looked really good. I think it still looks pretty good. Yeah. It's a lot Brilliant. of stop... There's a lot of stop frame animation, isn't there? But um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of mixed media going on. It's great. Mm. It but you can see there, like the idea that Luke's saying, making it hard for himself is so bright, isn't it? Mm. The, the, like, yeah. the whole thing. But I, I think it still looks good. It was still exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, great. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh, tactics no, wise, I'm not sure it's that clever, but no. <laughs> what should they have done, Chris? What should the tactics have been? Who, me, who, the rebels or the Empire? Either side, both sides. Run Empire should have landed wrong. closer. The Empire... <laughs> Not yeah. landed so far when walked up, just land on the doorstep. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like they'd have more attacks in their fleet. Yeah, they don't have... They have about five, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why true, can't actually, they yeah. blow up the power generator from space as well? The, the shield's too powerful to oh, okay. prevent any bombardment from space. Uh, right, okay. Also, like, if you're going to walk from a long way away, just land all around it rather than all in one line. Mm. Yeah, I just hate in Last Jedi where they try and fucking rip all that shit off. <laughs> it's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. It doesn't look as good as this. It's beyond yeah. annoying, actually. It's mm. like, oh man, it's pretty uh, cool. The whole rope in the legs thing—it's quite old-fashioned, isn't it? But it kind yeah. of—it's um, it's also great. like always a really good level in a Star Wars game, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, like in Shadows yeah. of the Empire, it's really good. Super, um, yeah. I remember Excellent. having a snow speeder. It had the little rope on the back. Oh wow! Kind of, yeah, it had yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. The uh, but again, why didn't they use the X wings? Yeah, they don't seem to be. Well, able I guess to use they were them. using them to escort the transports, weren't they? Mm. Do X wings not at this point in the law of X wings being on a planet? And well, like, he lands on Dagobah straight after I get, but. But he's not, not fighting, is he? I wonder because like the ones you've seen, um, uh, Return of the Jedi got the S foil shut, haven't they? So I wonder if they, I wonder if they like couldn't fight in atmosphere at this point. Maybe, yeah. That's something else. The new ones fucked up by making them fly around. Well, I mean, yeah. it would make I'm sense that one would be like more suited yeah. for space, and one. Yeah. The whole reason you have speeders is because of that. Yeah. It mm. just seems a bit of a waste of like they've got these snow speeders and they literally are only useful for this one job. Yeah, there must um, be something else they do, mustn't they? I mean, it does seem a bit weird. Why aren't yeah. they on other planets? Why aren't well, they? They probably on... are, aren't they? Well, they probably yeah. take them with them, but they're trying to. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, as uh, it ends, everything gets blown up. People escape, thankfully, but not you know. Still, some there's a lot of losses. Uh, Vader heads in. You kind of, he just, he, they just miss him, don't they? They just all head off in. Just gets um, away. Yeah, just gets away. Luke's off in the X-wing uh, with R two. Whereas everyone that else, bit where that's the where the deleted Wampa scene is. Oh yeah, they don't they flood the base or something? 
there's like a room with some wampers in it they've captured. Oh. And Why? C-3PO, there's a shot where he walks past the door and it's still in the film, but, then, but he rips like the warning sticker off the door. Oh. 3PO does. And then basically oh. a load of stormtroopers open the door and get fucked up. That's a bit <laughs> intelligent for C-3PO. That's a bit kind of tactical yeah. for C-3PO. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, there's another well, brilliant brilliant shot here as well. You know, the mm. escape. When... Um, the shot of the three star destroyers and when the Millennium Falcons go between them, oh, you see it from yeah. below. The yeah. three of them kind of. I mean, that is really stupid, like ship keeping <laughs> as well. <isn't> it? <laughs> yeah. Why would they? What be were so they planning close? to do? Like yeah. to ram and then crush the Millennium Falcon in the middle yeah, or something? Yeah, make a little wall. But they forgot they're in space and there's three dimensions and it's huge. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it looks nice. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks nice. It's very arty. <laughs> it's an arty shot. Yeah. I like the um, warning klaxon. We're on to part three, which is there aren't enough scoundrels in your life. And um, really, there's kind of a section in the film here where we're kind of back and forth in three stories, aren't we? Hmm. So we've got the kind of the Falcon, Leia and Han, and that kind of developing love story. You've got Vader uh, on the Star Destroyer's sorting shit out and then you've got Luke on Dagobah and Yoda so you're kind of going between those three which I think works very well it's not um they give enough time to each part don't they you don't feel mm. you don't feel bored or stuck in any particular part yeah it's quite uh, it's a bit episodic but it's um it is quite okay. well done again a thing that is like copper a lot isn't it that splitting mm. up after the first act and getting back together on the third well, last Jedi where they're fucking around on a casino yeah, yeah. Well, even even I hate that bit, and I liked last year. <laughs> I say even I even I hate that bit. Um, and uh, we get uh, we get this is where we kind of get our first uh, we get our first kind of taste of Yoda in this. What does everyone think about Yoda? Love it. Love Yoda. Uh, Love it. It's dark. It's just what I needed. It's that Goonies sort of shit. Brilliant. I don't love him. You don't love him? Well, it's a bit silly, isn't it? It's all right. I don't know. I don't think it's silly. He's pretty silly. <laughs> He's a muppet He's, who He is silly. But I, I found know. I found Yoda in this. I'd forgotten. He's a lot more kind of like anarchic and a lot more like It's really strange, right? Because it was so well done like as a puppet. It didn't look mm. like a muppet. It was very well done. Didn't they use mm. a puppet in the new one? Isn't there a puppet in, in the, the yeah. in the very last one they did yeah. use a puppet again. But that was terribly like that. done. Like the puppeteering, yeah. it yeah, looks it like look someone's hands in it. Yeah, no. Do, do you know, if you were impressed, Chris, do you know that George Lucas was so impressed by Frank Oz's performance as Yoda that he spent thousands of dollars on an advertising campaign to try and get him an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor? Good. But it failed because it was felt that a puppeteer wasn't an actor. Uh, and Lucas felt that that wasn't fair to Oz. But Frank Oz didn't care. So Why is he not an actor? He's there, he does the movements and he's doing the yeah. voice. No, I'm with you. No, I think it is an act. It is. It is if, if Andy Serkis can get an award, it's uh, it's kind of the same. It's just an older version, isn't it? It's, it's just the way that Oscars don't like science fiction, do they? They're never going to... Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, I think Yoda here is better, and I like Yoda. I think Yoda here is better than the kind of boring... Kind oh, definitely. Of dull oh, Yoda yeah, of the prequels. Yeah. This is he, the best Yoda. Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. I just think there's just too much of it. It just goes on too long. Um, mm. it's, it's the weakest bit... bit of the film for me oh okay it's a bit silly that Luke doesn't guess it's Yoda I mean that's not really a reveal for anyone even a child was going to go 
Well, that's Yoda, obviously. You know, it's a bit silly. Weirdly, no, because I can actually weirdly remember being surprised that was Yoda. Genuinely, honestly, I can remember that being (laughs) a thing, yeah. Oh, okay. Without without a doubt. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was... I, didn't see fairy t- I love how fairy tale it is. It's great. Mm. It, it is. It's just it's odd to the rest of the film, isn't it? That's the weird thing about it for me. I don't know. It's all right. I like. I like the set. I love the bit when the X when comes out the set, the water, and I love the bit when he goes to the cave and gets the weird mm. like dream bit. Mm. I just think there's one too many times and going back and being on his shoulder and dicking about and I don't know. Just dragged a bit mm. for me. I, mean, I still like it. I mean, it's still it's still a great film. But I'm just being you know. You've got to be critical a bit, haven't you? You've got to be critical. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Now you're allowed to be critical. Hey, do you want a, do you want a quiz? Yeah. At this Definitely. stage? Yeah. Okay, right. So it's, it's what's that noise, basically? <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you two things. Mm. One, each, each person, you get two things, and I'm going to tell you how they made the noise, and you've got to guess which one that is. <laughs> right. Okay? So, right. The sound of an Asian otter... An Asian sea otter named Moda. Is that a Tonton or a Minoc, Sam? An Asian sea otter? Named Moda. Uh, you know what the Minocs are, don't you? I'm not, I'm not being rude. Oh, you not know. a Minoc is, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Sorry. <laughs> of course you know what a Minoc is, yeah. yeah. Of course you do. Sorry, sorry. They're grim, aren't they, though? Um, yeah, they're horrible, yeah. I reckon, I reckon the Minoc. You think that's the Minoc? Yeah. It's not, that's a Tauntaun. I think it's a Tauntaun. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was. Okay, I'm not going to give that to you, Chris. But uh, but Chris, this is your one. Right, so, uh, a horse noise backwards. Is that a Wampa or a Minoc? Hmm. A horse noise backwards. See, the Minoc hasn't got a, like a reverse sort of envelope sound, which is... I don't know. I, I'd say um, Wumper. Oh, no. Sorry, that was a Minoc. A oh. Wumper is done with an elephant and then a sea lion uh, on the right. top of it. Yeah, anyway. Okay, so it's nil-nil. I'm going to let you both... Okay, I'll let you both chime in for this one. Well, no, no. I'll give you one each again. Okay, right. So, so Sam, uh, uh, a whole block of Alcatraz cell doors slamming shut... Is that mm-hmm. Vader's helmet being lowered onto his body or Vader's shuttle door? Ooh. I reckon the helmet. It's the helmet. No, it's the shuttle door. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the sound of someone putting that. You know hand... what? I was going to go just before you say that. I was going to do the sound of when uh, Han's like frozen carbonite thing hits the floor. Oh yeah, oh, that's a great that, sound. That is. Yeah. yeah, I don't have that sound. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so right, last one, Chris. If you get this right, you've won. Uh, mm. The sound of someone putting their hand over a vacuum tube while it was still sucking in dust is that uh, the engine of the Falcon or Vader's helmet being lowered onto his body. Uh, Vader's helmet. It is Vader's helmet. Yeah. Well done. Chris wins by a point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it was a hard quiz. I'm not going to say it wasn't a hard quiz. Um, we're on part four. The son of Skywalker must not be a Jedi. Uh, and uh, this is kind of where you get the Emperor, the first time you see the Emperor. Now, mm. I'm interested, Chris, what did the Emperor look like in the version that you watched? I I had the new Emperor. I didn't have the old one. Right. So Ian McDermott, whatever it is. Because it was yeah. on the... Yeah, it was, yeah, it's the special edition, I think. Do you know post what the... Post, hold on, the special edition, did they change it by that point? Or was yeah, it... yeah, yeah, they changed yeah. it to 97, yeah, because yeah. they were already making Phantom Menace, weren't they? 
Well, going you, back. Do you, uh, does anyone know how they made the old emperor? What it is? How they made him? Yeah, what it what it is? What what that is? That's not just a person. It's a Quasimodo thing, isn't it? It's an old hooded woman superimposed chimpanzee eyes. Over that the was top. it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I know that. <laughs> and it's uh, Clive Reville is the voice. Yeah, so yeah, it's not yeah. Ian, Ian McDermott. Um, but it looks kind of weird, doesn't it? It's a kind of mucked up. The emperor looks pretty like they've actually changed the script, haven't they? As well, haven't they? Yes, bit. they re-recorded yeah, yeah. all the dialogue as well for that your version that you watched. Yeah, mm. this exactly. bit, you know, when this is all going on, they're going to the asteroid field. Like again, mm. the Super Star Destroyer is such a cool ship, isn't it? Yes, like all the shots of it going around, it just looks... it is, but it's loony big. Oh yeah, I know, mm. but it just looks awesome. I much prefer it? the original Star Destroyer as a like oh, a, just really a general like purpose warship. It's great. Mm. I just it's got that little top bit, whereas the other one's just like a like a blade, isn't it? Like a. It's just so bloody big and so like black. It just, it just looks terrifying. It looks just such a cool. It's got like a city on the top of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, but only four eighty ATs inside. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is well. This bit. So, so the emperor says that you know Luke's out there, and we've got to get him. We've got to turn him, and uh, he can't become a Jedi or whatever, whatever they've got to. Uh, and Yoda's still training Luke and Luke's very angry but to be honest I can see why Luke's got a lot to be angry about really I'd say he's a you know he has got a lot again there's still a lot going on it's not a surprise that Luke is angry really yeah and um, like they're, Obi-Wan and Yoda are like endlessly just being really awkward aren't they mm, kind that's, of having a go at him a lot about it and you know it's like the karate kid shit though isn't it that's just general mm. stuff yeah, it is. But they also like you know very open about the fact that like normally you train for like when you're so young and stuff like that. So really, like give him a break. You know, mm. he's yeah. he's not he's not grown up in the ideal environment. You know, you yeah. I mean, really, he should have turned to the dark side, Luke, because he didn't have yeah. the right training. <laughs> mm. Totally, yeah. true. Um, it's the bit that this bit as well. This section is where you said, as you said, Sam, where he goes into the cave uh, mm. to face his fears, and that bit is very different in the the version we watched. Uh, they deliberately make the saber look different, yeah. And the and the the breathing is different. Whereas yeah. in the version Chris watched, they make it look the same. Yeah. But I think it it doesn't really make sense. It's, I mean, it, so what does it look like then? It, the, the, the saber is a bit more orange, not so red, and the breathing is not the same breathing. It's a little bit different. So you're you're supposed to be cued to see it's not real, kind of thing. Right. Whereas your version, they would like, oh no, look, Vader's there. Like, yeah, I think I remember those things. I've seen, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good little scene, isn't it? And it's very yeah. uh, kind of um, prophetic that you know within that mask is Luke Skywalker's head. It's very, yeah, it's quite do, well done, though. Isn't they it? do a real good job, like through the whole this middle bit of setting up the idea that Luke, like, is either going to die or go bad. Don't mm. they like there's so oh, yeah. much like, oh, yeah. the, when he flies, flies off and they go, oh, there's another and like he's not prepared and all that sort of stuff and all this business mm. about this, it, it, this you know you're thinking oh well, yeah either he's going to become his apprentice or he's going to get his head chopped off. Yeah, no, and no, it's, definitely. It's really good to keep re- reinforcing that so there is a proper sense of peril at the end. Isn't and it? this is the yeah. era where you could actually like get shocked at a movie because it wasn't all fucking spilt on the well trailer. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were giantly secretive about this, weren't they? Um, I mean, it is the ultimate of all, all, all spoilers, isn't it, really, at the end of this film? Mm, yes, I think. and we are, we're going to spoil it, everyone, yeah. so <laughs> if you don't know it, don't listen. Um, I do think the one effect that I think looks crap, uh, which is also the scene that George Lucas envisioned to be uh, really, really hilarious and was a bit upset when <laughs> no one laughed, is when the big when they fly out of the big space slug and it like 
gulps, you know, like where they yeah. realise the falcon's in the monster and then they flat. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. think that effect looks a bit... I mean, maybe it looks better on the version Chris watched, but I just don't think that could ever look very good, really. Well, I just think there's all, there's all part of it. It's all... Yeah? It's all... Yeah, I mean, I don't you mind think it it's at all. It's supposed to look a bit rubbish. Like all the it, creatures in Jedi look a bit rubbish, but I think mm. it, it just... I, I just love it. It, it just yeah. adds to the quality, you know, the feel and the quality... What I don't understand is the gravity in the air when they're walking around inside of the slug. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it's all a bit stupid, isn't it, that? Um, I don't, see whether you agree with this one or not. When uh, Luke enters the cave... See, this is a controversial... I This is a fact, but I think this might actually be wrong. When Luke is on uh, Dagobah and he enters a cave, there is an alien species known in the Star Wars universe as a Sleen which can be seen crawling out of the hole Luke crawls into. And it's, in fact, a regular lizard. And it says here that it's the only real-life animal to make it into all the Star Wars movies. Now, I don't know if I think that's true. Is that true, do you reckon? What, you mean they use a lizard in all Star Wars yeah, they, movies? No, I mean, like, that's just a lizard. It's not anything else. Whereas in all the other films, it's a puppet or it's a animated or it's an effect or something that's the that's the only time an actual just an animal is does it mean animals without like prosthetics though because i bet they've got like yeah elephant didn't they in the first one for the best horses in uh, in tatooine yeah see i don't think that's i don't think that trivia is accurate it might be the only one without anything on top of it i think it i think it is accurate Mm. i think that's the only time they've used a a real world animal without uh, mm. Adornments and yeah okay yeah okay well there you go well yeah there you go there might be a fly in one shot (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're on to part five and it's called everyone loves boba fett and uh back on the star destroyer uh the bounty hunters have shown up because vader is going to dispatch them to go after luke because you know he's just looking for more options really of getting luke um and i want to say why is everyone so obsessed with boba fett because i remember loving him as a kid i remember thinking it was the coolest character don't you Uh, think busk looks cooler which yeah. oh the lizard bloke yeah, yeah. Bosk looks yeah. awesome yeah he's pretty cool all that all that one that looks like a bucket head IG88 yeah 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 yes. droid yeah he's in one of the games he is yeah, yeah. Mm. but uh he's supposed d- to be like one of the most deadly ones I know. <laughs> I know. well hey hey Chris <laughs> it's interesting you should talk about IG88 because do you want to know what ha- do you want to know a bit more about what happened to IG88 um definitely go yeah. go so <laughs> Back from the same article in Cracked, which is the six Star Wars characters whose backstory is a total madness, from both of these, so I've got Dengar. Do you remember Dengar? He's the bloke with the kind oh, of yes, towel yeah, on yeah. his head. Right, yeah. yeah. And IG-88. Both of them have stories in the 1996 anthology Tales of the Bounty Hunters. So, yeah, IG-88 uh, it has three brothers. Uh, uh, yeah, there are a whole load of these droids, right? Uh, when the Imperial engineers realise the droid is sentient, they attempt to shut him down, which triggers a defence mechanism. IG-88 kills everyone in the production plant and goes on the run in an attempt to free other droids in his production line. Two of the four are dismantled by Boba Fett shortly after Darth Vader plans the bounty on Han Solo. The original droid is revealed to be uploaded to the second Death Star, where he plays tricks on the Emperor. Uh, <laughs> that's what he does. So he's inside the Death Star. He could do whatever he wants. What, what you mean, like in the computer do, system? Well, I will read you. This is actually a passage from the book. As the Emperor approached the sliding doorway, however, just for fun, IG-88 (laughs) triggered the hydraulic system to slam the doors in front of Palpatine's face. 
IG-88 found it most entertaining to watch the powerful Emperor and his bodyguards unable to perform a task as simple as opening a door. Finally, IG-88 let the doors pop open. The Emperor and the Imperial Guard looked around in confusion. Palpatine stared up at the ceiling as if trying to sense something, but he did not understand what had happened. So that is what that robot decides to do. He's inside the Death Star and he basically just pranks Palpatine. That's what he decides to it's do. It's risky. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. I mean, he could do anything, couldn't he? But uh, was it anyway. covered in Solo, the film? This like, uh, you know, where they all the droids. I haven't seen Solo, but you can go oh, and yeah, spoil it. That, for me. I mean, that's a, that's more nuanced than. I can't, mm. it, it's it's a short story, isn't it? That book's like loads of different yes. stories, isn't it? I remember, yeah. yeah. And I think the only thing I remember about it is I think isn't aren't all the IG88s called just IG88? Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So I remember being a bit confusing as to what was going on, but <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, do you want to know what happened to Dengar? Yeah, go on. Right. So yeah, so IG88. The story is called Therefore I Am. Uh, Dengar's <laughs> story is called Payback. Uh, so the he's. He gained injuries in a hovercraft, uh, hovercar race against Han Solo on their shared planet of Corellia. Uh, shortly after Empire, he works as an assassin and falls in love with a dancer, Maru. He pursues Solo to take his revenge, captured by, at the, by the Empire upon Hoth. Vader lets him live with the understanding that he is to capture Solo and his friends alive. When Manaru, as his girlfriend, is taken captive on Cloud City, he shoots stormtroopers to free her. He learns to communicate with her psychically and travel to her homeworld to rescue some of her people from imperial impression. On Tantooine, Dengar sees Han Solo frozen in carbonite and considers killing Jabba the Hutt. Boba Fett deduces his plan, binds him to the desert floor where he witnesses the Millennium Falcon depart. Reaching out with his feelings, he's able to contact Manaru, who comes to free him. Together, they save the naked Boba Fett whose armour was destroyed by a thermal detonator he used to free himself from the Sarlacc. From the book, this is from the book, Boba Fett flipped the blaster over, handed it to Dengar. I owe you, he said. Do what you will. Dengar holstered the blaster and stood looking down at Boba Fett. I'm getting married in a couple of weeks and I'll need a best man. You available? (laughs) Boba Fett nodded and they shook on it. Brilliant. So basically, Boba Fett became (laughs) Dengar's best man at his wedding. That's Uh, brilliant. Yeah, there you go. Like that story just like took a real sort of pedestrian (laughs) turn right at the end, like a real... What the fuck? Yeah, I think, yeah, Sam's right. The 90s, you could just do what you liked with Star Wars. No one cared. Uh, Yeah. Good times. Yeah, yeah, Boba Fett, like, cool design. And then it is weird, though, especially after Return of the Jedi and how useless he is in that. It is weird how popular he is, isn't it, really? Yeah, I I just can't... They made a proper thing of him in the, like, the... Well, yeah. They're not making yeah. the film anymore, are they? They've cancelled the film. Oh. The spin-off film. Yeah. Is he in Good. the TV series? The Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah they are. Oh, okay. Well, not... that that whole story, you know, yeah. that people backstory is covered have, in like the Have you seen the cast list for that Mandalorian? Yeah, it's, in, it's crazy, isn't it? It's mental. Like Werner Herzog's in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Well, he pops up in lots of things. Yeah, that's true. Nick Nolte? <laughs> God. Yeah. 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 Um, back in the film, uh, so what's happening? Uh, Yoda uh, is uh, Yoda and Obi Wan are telling Luke he can't leave because Luke's kind of seen into the future, hasn't he? And he's seen that there's mm. something, some bad stuff going on. But obviously, they advise him that they sh- he shouldn't go, and if he goes now, he might jeopardize everything. But he has to go, so he goes. And then we get the famous "There is another line," uh, which now we know from Sam that in fact it was there a, is com- another. 
it's a completely other other. It's not even the other that we know it is. Um, and then there's some great stuff with... Uh, oh, no, I jumped ahead a bit. Sorry. Um, I jumped Cloud ahead. Cloud City, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm going backwards. Sorry, I, jumped, I missed the page. I've got so many pages right. here. Um, so, right. Scrap that. Going back, there's <laughs> lots more training. Uh, Leia... Uh, where, where are we up to? Da, 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 da. Anyway, they, they, they escape. They escape the asteroids and they need somewhere to go. And that's oh, when... They do the whole trash thing where they float away yeah, in trash. Yeah, they float away in trash. Yeah, and she, Leia gives him a kiss for being clever. Gives Hannah a kiss. Yeah. Uh, but Fett spots them. Sorry. Yeah, that's where we're at. And kind of follows yeah. them. Um, and yes, just... this is when... The ship's Yoda... quite good. Fett's ship. Oh, slave really one. good. Yeah, yeah Slave One. Ship. Yeah, that's a great ship. Yeah. Um, that's when, sorry, this is the point where Luke realises he can kind of see stuff into the future. He can kind of, uh, he's got this kind of power to see all times, all, all the past, present, the future, everything. Uh, and then we get to Cloud City, part, city uh, part six, Cloud City. Um, it's a pretty good, like, it's a very good design, Cloud City, isn't it? Again, looks very different from everything Well, the special else. additions really added to it a lot, right? Yeah. The, the views yeah. of it. and Out the windows. It was quite like a claustrophobic set before then, wasn't it? Yeah. It's got good, like, a kind of Art Deco hasn't it, vibe, like yeah. 1920s kind of um, metropolis. Also, well, like the idea of Bespin, like a planet you can't live on, but you just live above it because it's worth, hmm. um, you know, mining stuff out of the planet below. It's a good idea. Yeah. And uh, we get introduced to Lando, who is the administrator of the facility. It doesn't sound that impressive when he says it, really, does it? No. He's, no. he's pretty cool, isn't he, though? But he's also loads I love of, his cloak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Imperial officers just knocking around in the corridors. Oh, was there? Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> Isn't that? That's like there's people in like imperial uniforms just. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never noticed. I'm sure, that. there's a guy with like a, a uniform. Probably. But, yeah, they probably should have uh, clapped onto him earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Land. What do we all think of Lando? Um, he's great. I like him. Yeah, he's brilliant. Is Again, he? Is he ruined in Solo? I haven't seen Solo, but do they ruin oh, that character? He's terrible in Solo, yeah. Okay, all right. Same I mean, there. I think Danny Glover's impression of him is pretty good. Not Danny Glover, Donald Glover. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I, well, the, the whole film was crap, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he's a good character, and it's good to have kind of like, as Han Solo is almost a bit less Han Solo in this, isn't he? Because he's not as roguish and as kind of... He's not doing so much. He's a lot more character-based. So it's good to have Lando, who's almost like another Han Solo, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. You kind of... It's, uh, yeah. Again, he's a character who I think he gets ruined a bit by Return of the Jedi. I don't like him as much in that. But mm. the idea of, like, that the Empire is, is, like, so everywhere and so powerful that, like, just this random old friend they happen to find, you know, Vader can get to him. It's a really cool... You know, it's a really mm. nice idea, isn't it? It just feels very, like, scary, mm. doesn't it? Like, a lot yeah. of Empire Strikes Back does. It's very sinister the way it all works out because Lando doesn't want to do it, does he? No. They, they, no. It's also quite realistic you, in the sense that it's like an, it's an empire of, like, um, people working with the empire. It's like they don't have yeah. to have, like, it doesn't have to be, everything doesn't have to be super nailed down. But yeah. People just work with the empire because that's the main shit going on. Yeah. Mm. Like you get the sense it's so big they can't manage it all, don't you? But if there's a problem, yeah. the Empire come in and sort yeah. you out, make get you back on track. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. No, no, no. That's good. I, I do think that like one of the cleverest bits is that you get that shot where they're kind of walking and talking, 
at the beginning of this Cloud City bit, and they're just he's just chatting, and it's very like it's just like one of those yeah, it's just one of those scenes, isn't it, where you're just like it's not really important what they're saying; they're just trying to show you the world and what's going yeah. on around. But then later on, when uh, Lando turns up and's like, "Oh hey, come over here, I've got something to show you," you get exactly the same thing, and they're walking through the corridors, and it's all like, "Oh yeah, it's all light," and then the doors open, and who's in there? Yeah. It's Darth Vader, Such a great turn. And Boba Fett, and it's a brilliant little twist because yeah. I think you really don't see that coming because it just seems like another one of those boring, like, "Oh, just to make exposition." Um, and, that, and that bit before as well, and walking around bit, like like you were saying earlier, Chris, about how the new films they don't get that kind of like incidental dialogue right do they like this no. is another bit where it's so natural isn't it i guess it's the it's the benefit of having like a, a competent script writer on it and not lucas i think they'd struggle with like a character with the subtleties of him having to work with the empire yeah, yeah. no and the they, way like they, they say they, everything's black and white now yeah, yeah and they like, sell it so well as you say like we just yeah. like him discussing what's going on with the business and what's happened since mm. he last saw it because he actually mm. backtracks like to vader quite a lot doesn't he oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, because he says, oh, yeah, he says, like, oh, they arrived before you did, which yeah. I just don't believe. You're changing but, the deal um, all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sorry, no, I don't he's... change it further. <laughs> <laughs> no, you start almost, you're kind of like, you like Lando, then you think, oh, you bastard. But then by the end of this, you're kind of like, oh, no, actually, you're just as, you're just as stuck as everyone else. You're kind of yeah, been, yeah. you've been forced. tricked. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, now we're on our final planet of the film. Would you like a planet quiz? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, there's three planets mainly in this in this film. I'm sure that maybe that Chris will disagree. Um, but you've got Hoth, Dagobah, and Bespin. So mm. I will let because Chris won the last quiz. Sam, pick one of those three planets. And I'm going to ask you some questions on that planet. Oh, I'll go with Bespin. Bespin. Okay, yeah, right. Difficult. So Bespin, uh, it's an immense gas giant located in the vicinity of the Anot system. A desolate mm. sector of the galaxy. It's got uh, uh, da, 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 da. Its layers were a source of rare Tybanian gas, which is harvested and refined in several oh, mining would... complexes. <laughs> anyway, back to new. So yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, how many moons has it got? Uh, three. Three. Uh, yeah. It's two. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, what is the rotation period of Bespin? <laughs> in, uh, hours. in hours. In hours. <laughs> I'm going to say quite long because it's always quite bright. Uh, oh. 36 hours. Oh, it's no, it's short. It's 12 hours. Oh. Uh, what's the orbital period in days? <laughs> uh, someone written all this shit down. Yes, yeah, someone has written all this shit down. <laughs> 112 days. 5,110 days. Wow. Okay, do you want one it's more? Long, long way out then. Yeah, go on then. What's the population? Of Bespin? Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be low, isn't it? Um, it's only what's on the city, right? There's a couple of them, I think, isn't there? There's more than one cloud no, city. It's, it's quite I'm going to say 400,000. It's six, three zeros, three zeros. So that's what, six? Six million. Six million. Yeah, I yeah. can believe that. Sorry about that. So I think there's like this cause cloud city and there's other like mining yeah. bases around yeah. the planet, I think. Yeah. Okay, Chris, what do you want? Dagobah or Hoth? Uh, Hoth. Hoth, right. So, remote icy planet, sixth planet in the star system of the same name. It hosts the Echo Base, as we know. Right, what's the population of Hoth? Um, Not including... I, I guess base. they mean... Yeah, I guess they mean humans, or they mean... Yeah, they, they, yeah I don't know. Well, anyway. The Hoth planet is supposed to be an, an inhabited. Right, so... Give me a number, or give so, me a... Well, I don't know. 
not 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 very not, many. Not many. Yeah. How about zero to you know? Uh, okay, I'll begin the sentence and you finish yeah. it with the number. Fewer than um a hundred. Fewer than it's fewer than ten. Right. So, but I mean, it is fewer. That's fewer than hundred. So, how many really is it? Give it. To, it's fewer than ten. That's it. Oh, right, just that. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. It's fewer than ten. Um, yeah. Who are, are those people? What <laughs> a real I think weirdos. it's just whoever happens to have crashed there at any given time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what percent is the surface water? Zero percent. It's thirty-three percent surface water. Uh, how how many moons does it have? Three. Oh, it does have three moons. Well done, oh. Chris. Uh, and what is the uh, orbital period in days? Um, probably about 600. Ooh, 549 local okay. days. I just That's thought it'd bad. go like slower around the sun than yeah. Earth. So, so Chris has got two there. I'm going to give him two. So I'm going to, Sam, I'm going to give you Dagobah to Thanks. win it back. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. So it's a planet in Dagobah system, one of the purest places in the galaxy within the Force. Uh, how many moons has Dagobah got? Um, twelve. None. Uh. <laughs> okay. What is the orbital period of Dagobah in days? Uh, uh what's three hundred sixty-five? <gasps> three hundred forty-one days. Oh, oh that's, that's very bad. near. That's oh. pretty good. Uh, okay, last one. Uh, what is the distance from the core in light years? <laughs> the core of the, the, the galaxy? But I no, I don't, all right, we'll leave that one. That is a bit... It's yeah, in the I outer rim, right? Yeah, yeah. No, what's the, all right, what's the diameter in uh, kilometres? <laughs> uh, uh, 400? 14,410. Have you got the population of Dagobah? Is it just uh, one? No, it, it, they didn't. I don't think they have the population on that. I tried to pick the things that were kind of like concise, like that. She had, you know, yeah. it's all on Wikipedia. There's some interesting oh. uh, animals that live on Dagobah, like in the extended mm. universe. Yeah, you know what annoys you about Wikipedia? How they've uh, they've like split canon and legend now, and it it always yeah. goes to the canon. But I want to see the legend stuff because that's where you get all the batshit crazy stuff on there. Yeah, that is a bit. Yeah, they shouldn't really do that. It's all there. It was all yeah. licensed at one point, so... There's a, anyway. slump, a swamp slug, which looks quite good. Uh, we're back on part seven, <laughs> in which Han Solo is terribly tortured. Um, mm. So basically now we're really heading into the kind of real dark bits yeah. of the film. Uh, so Luke is in space, he's heading to uh, Cloud City, doesn't know what's going on. Uh, Chewie has found 3PO, is all smashed up, but we don't know why he's been smashed up, but he puts him back together... And he kind of repeats his last message, doesn't he? And there's stormtroopers there. Stormtroopers? Uh, stormtroopers here. Uh, and Han is being tortured, and we see it, and that's kind of okay. But it's when you kind of cut outside and that you sound. hear Harrison yeah. Ford screaming. It's really, really horrible, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah. they proper mm. go for it with this bit. Um, and even when he kind of comes in and he makes a little joke like, oh, I feel terrible. Um, it's not really like, it's still not really funny, is it? Like it's, I mean, like as a kid, I can't really imagine you thinking that it's all pretty dark at this point. You're not yeah, really definitely. thinking it's, yeah. there's any positives really. Yeah. Even no. the way it's all like shot and lit, like there's like low roofs and like lots of shadows yeah. and stuff like that. Like it's properly, 
like because they do a real good, good job of removing all that light out of Cloud City for this like mm. second bit. Everything's so yeah, you know, you're in the underneath of it, and it's such a clever way of like making you realise they're in the shit right now. You know, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's I brilliant. Mean, Lando kind of tries to talk them around, saying they're not really interested in them, and you know, oh, the princess is going to be okay, and but yeah. it's all it's all pretty bad, and it kind of this section ends with them marching hand to the freezer to uh, to test it out. So we've yeah. moved to part eight. It's about to get dark. Um, and this is like the most famous... Again, this is another really, really famous scene, is it? With I think this the way they shoot this is amazing. The kind of the blue and the red. It's incredible. Yeah. It looks... It's like orange, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it just looks brilliant. And um, it's got the classic, I love you, I know uh, right. scene. Which, it, do you know, there's quite a lot... Of con- well, there was quite a lot of controversy about that. Why... Do you know how the, about like the improvised. script? Well, it's interesting you say that. A lot of people believe it was improvised, but in the original script, he's supposed to say, just remember that, Leia, because I'll be back, right? But by the mm. time of filming, Harrison Ford wasn't entirely certain he wanted to come back for the third film, so he changed it to be, uh... I know, right? And people said it was ad-lived. However, in Alan, Alan Arnold's book, Once Upon a Galaxy, A Journal of the Making of the Empire Strikes Back, there's a transcript of a discussion between Ford and Ivan Kirshner in which Ford suggested the line. Carrie Fisher was upset she had not been part of the process and Lawrence, and Lawrence Kasdan was disappointed that his dialogue had been changed because he thought it was really good. What he'd originally wrote was better. Uh, because <laughs> Carrie Fisher... Yeah, well, he's wrong. Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill were signed on for all three, but Harrison Ford refused to sign on for the third fo- film, didn't he? So um, he wanted to be killed off because he thought he'd kind of solo had done his part. Yeah. But obviously, they they got him back. I mean, it's it is it's brilliant when he, he the way they it's a brilliant um, it's a brilliant plot device putting him in that in the carbonite, isn't it? Because yeah. it's kind of he's he could have been dead, but he's not dead. But you know, like it is it's horrible, but equally it's not the worst. Like they don't just kill him off. Um, it's it's so. Um... Like the obviously I know is so like in character and the, the most perfect thing Han Solo can yeah. say, isn't it? Yeah. But the, and, everyone in this, I think, because I think um, Carrie Fisher, I don't think she's a great act, actor no. at all. But but this scene, she does so well. Like the close up shots of when he's going in and stuff like that, it looks. Well, they like have an so, affair at this point. I don't know. I don't know. I think they were. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, it looks amazing. And the, you know, like the silhouettes of the Imperial officers at the back and stuff. This whole, yeah. it's just. Oh, it's just brilliant! Yeah, I mean, I think from I think from this point onwards, the film is like pretty much perfect for me. This, yeah. this till the end. No, mm. I agree. Um, yeah, and also, like I said, I think that the that whole I know line. I do think that to me now, watching it this time, he what he's saying, he isn't saying it in a kind of smug, annoying I know way. What he's mm. saying is, I now know you do love me because I loved you before, and now I see that you love me as well. So yeah. I read it a very different way this time. It wasn't this kind of like wires cracking, haha. It was a lot more kind of emotional this time, I thought. But uh, yeah, I never, because I never thinks took he's it about as to macho, die, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does think he's about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you never thought it was a throwaway line, Chris. No, no I never thought it was a macho thing. No, good. I'm glad. Yeah, some I think some people do. Well, no, no, but it is as well. That's why it's so clever because it is like that. It it fits his character so well because it, it does work on that level as well. Mm, like yeah. that's why it's so because he he he's saving face and acting like Han Solo but at the same time being really vulnerable that's why it's such a mm. clever line isn't it it has because mm. it has got both those meanings to it it's yeah. brilliant yeah so clever yeah even uh, if it is apparently accidental I love, that, yeah. <laughs> I love them little pig things oh yeah yeah they run the, run the yeah uh, oh yeah they're weird those things aren't they yeah they're the, the like little workers 
I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, the, the Vader alters the deal again, and he wants to take everyone with him. Uh, but Lando kind of like betrays Vader and kind of they, there's a big fight, isn't there? There's all these big fighting in the corridors, and yeah. uh, Boba Fett and um, Luke have a bit of a kind of blaster battle, and um, and uh, it's kind of it's all quite confused. Luke sees Leia as she gets dragged off, and then we're pretty much into part nine, which is Luke versus Vader round one. And you're kind of pretty much like, although you've got them kind of getting away and all it's that. It's so well shot, though, isn't it? Yeah, this, this, this is, is just like... a fight scene, isn't it, really, from but it's now like, on. Compared, like, just compare it, like, in cinematography compared to the first film. Mm. Yeah. It's like... Oh, yeah. Streets and streets ahead. Like, yeah, massively, yeah. It's mm. epic. And right. it's also really, like, a real cat and mouse, isn't it? Because he keeps going into rooms and then... Vader just appears, and then there's like really good sword fighting, and then it's like even the understanding of like like the, the lightsaber's glowing, so therefore mm. we're going to fill it with fog, yeah, and put the characters in dark, yeah. It's so you know the shot. I think it's at the start, isn't it? Like a shot from below when he's mm. yeah, yeah. It's a like, silhouette, and yeah, like that loops back to us, and then mm. Vader's the other way around, and it's yeah. just such a it's yeah, it's classic, isn't it? It's an amazing mm. shot. No, it's brilliant. No, it's really, and the really way good. the sound just punctuates the scenes as well. Yeah, right. Do you know that, with the exception of the bit where he gets sucked out the window, uh, Mark Hamill did all his own stunts in this. And really, that's probably why he's so good, isn't it? Because mm. it's always him. When they start flipping around and being stupid in other films, it just it, it mm. never has the weight of this, does it? Whereas no, no. No, that just whole that idea, bit. like this is a, you know, and like Lucas kept saying, "Oh, we've only ever seen an old man versus an apprentice." Mm. But that's why it's so good because yeah. Vader's just like you know he's like the 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 big bastard just like going in with power and Luke's mm. chipping away at him. It's such a it's a classic sort of fight, isn't it? Which mm. you don't get when you've got Yoda doing backflips and back no, 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 and no. stuff. Do you? It's, no, yeah. that's just they're just silly. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a real and it's really like like I said, it's really extended. It goes on. It goes on for a really long time. All the while, I'm pretty sure though, away. if it was like Darth Maul in this situation, um, uh, Luke would be in shit. <laughs> oh yeah definitely yeah 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 no no fair enough no that's that's true um we move to part 10 the twist that everybody knows uh so basically they keep fighting it kind of the battle goes on and on and on and on then we get that bit the, the shot everyone knows where he's kind of crawls out he's kind of been defeated hasn't he and he crawls out onto that pipe and then you have like the very very famous dialogue um and yeah as you said it's a, it was a twist that was I mean, I never saw that coming. Uh, it's very well, it's very well written because you can't really work it out because of how they talk. But then it's not annoyingly hidden, if you know what I mean, yeah. is it? Yeah. You know, it does make sense to say that his father was killed by Darth Vader because he wasn't Darth Vader before. Yeah. You know, so it does all mm. make sense. Um, and I think Hamill's really good in this scene. I think it's a really good performance. Yeah, mm. the the like. Obviously, the shouting nose a bit weird, but you know, like he sort of um, like resigns himself to jump in, and he like yeah. drops the emotion really fast, and then when he jumps yeah. off, that's really good. I think he does that really well. Yeah, and like I gets, like... gets hold of himself, doesn't he? In a way, yeah. Like, you know, and I think after this is really good, where he like he's calling out to Ben, isn't he? But yeah. in fact, Obi Wan betrayed Why him. Why didn't because, you tell me? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is like you say. In fact, actually, this is the point where he would turn to the dark side because everyone's lied to him pretty yeah. much. So he is kind of in this turmoil. Um, but Leia's so, there for him. Well, this is so hold on. So Sam, if they hadn't thought that Leia, they were related, then how did they? 
How that, did she get the word? Yeah, how did they get that then? How because were they? Because they're, the, they're the love interest, aren't they? Oh, so it's because they're in love. That yeah, they but were. she hasn't got powers. Well, I don't know. They, I don't know how they explain that, but that's what was meant to be. It was not. It was, she wasn't a, a sister. Because it, also, like, if they was, they wouldn't have made them kiss, would they? Like, send it. No, that, I mean, yeah, we missed that out, but yeah, they that, do. I was probably thinking it was more snob. like Luke reaching out to her rather than her senses. Mm. Yeah, possibly. I don't know, but I mean, it's clear that they, well, especially saying Harrison Ford wasn't necessarily going to come back. They're mm. definitely at this point the, the romance angle's still definitely there, isn't it? Yeah, you know, the triangle's yeah. still a triangle and not a, a creepy sister brother mm. solo yeah. angle. True, I, I guess. Anyway, he reaches out to Leia. Luke's hanging onto this weird little aerial, like a TV aerial. He gets picked up. Lando saves him, kind of. Which I love is the quite hatch. Good. Yeah, the hatch. Right, hatch. Open the hatch. Yeah, they get the hatch. Then um, when he hits hits the the uh, he falls on the antenna. I wasn't that looks really painful. Mm. The, the sound. Like, oh yeah, it's pretty grim. Thing. All that where it's just yeah. hanging there. Yeah, and yeah. then the door closes on him. Yeah. 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 And then, really, it's kind of the last final few shots of the film, uh, where basically they're away. They're with the where they're with the rebels. Luke's getting better, uh, and Chewie and Lando go off to find Han Solo. And then it's is here where we have one of the weirdest things in all the Star Wars films. I'm sure you know what I'm going to say. Why the hell is Lando wearing Han Solo's clothes? <laughs> is he? Yes, he is wearing a white shirt and a black waistcoat, and he's sitting in... Why is he wearing that particular outfit yeah, yeah. while he sits in the cockpit of the <laughs> Millennium Falcon? It's, I never really thought of that, but you're right. Yeah. To leave. In the well, final shot... at the end. Yeah, yeah the final shot well, he's wearing... His, the wardrobe is still the same wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to steal your dead friend's clothes, are you? No. He's lost all his clothes, though. But he's lost his clothes. He's well, there was no clothes. other outfits <laughs> that he could put on. He puts on exactly the same outfit. Also, as he takes off a Chewbacca. Shot. It's a bit insensitive yeah. for Chewbacca. It's like, oh, now I'm in this new ship, mate, and I'm wearing your dead friend's clothes. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like they. It's, it's almost like they're almost saying that that's the clothes you wear to fly the Millennium Falcon, which that's is so They're always dissing Chewie like he's non-sentient, like he never got a medal in the first film. No, he should he, have, shouldn't he? And also... He should have inherited the Falcon after Han Solo died. Not fucking. That's Lando. true. No, not. Well, that, no. The though. problem with that is though, like, how would Chewbacca dock or anyone? Because no one can understand what he's saying, can they? No. True, I guess <laughs> he couldn't get around the yeah. galaxy because everyone be like, "What's going on?" Well, then on? he gets a first mate who can speak English. Mm. Yeah. He could get that guy from the third film, the uh, really weird alien guy. They could not make sense together. Yeah. Yeah. Who flies the Falcon? Anyway, Luke gets a robotic hand, which I think is a really good effect. I think that hand looks amazing. It yeah. looked, looked really good to me. Anyway, well, I thought it looked good. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, they can't sort the scars on his face, but they can give him like a perfect hand. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, everyone says it's a real downer ending, and it is, but it's quite, it's still quite, it's still beautiful, isn't it? They stand at that window, kind of paired off, and you see the mm. falcon fly off, and they are safe. I mean, it's not, it's not the biggest downer ending of any film ever, is it? I mean, there are more depressing endings, I would say. It's pretty like hopeless, though, isn't it? But there is hope. There is hope. Yeah. They're with the rebels again. Luke's hand's fine. Uh, they're all reunited. They're off to find Han. They're not like, oh, we've given up on him. They are, you know, they are. I think there is. It was more hope than I remembered there being. Um, mm. I think yeah. it's it's the, it's the gap that Harrison Ford leaves in. It, I suppose that's the real I thing. Guess. Is like because he's gone. Yeah, they're not they're not Star Wars anymore. You know, no, it's true. No, that's true. Um, yeah, and then that's the end of the film. We've made it through Empire Strikes Back. Brilliant. 
And it is brilliant. I, I yeah. Uh, uh, best sequel ever made? Do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, I think it might be. I think it's up there. I, I mean, think Alien it's better 3. than its first. Than, than oh, aliens. aliens. Yeah, Aliens. No, Alien yeah, but 3. I don't think Aliens is better than Alien. <laughs> Alien 3. Alien 3. <laughs> no. Uh, I actually <laughs> think this is better than the film that came before it. Oh, well, definitely, yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah, well um, my pro- Okay, as I love this film, but I, do, I don't know if it stands on its own without the first film. Who gives a shit? Oh... <laughs> Okay, sure. That's that's an opinion. That's wow, uh, Sam. <laughs> I wonder. It's a good question. Uh, because I mean, although, who, who gives a shit? But yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I, know I don't you, know. You'd work know. out it's the a... characters. I'm not saying you wouldn't get who the characters are. But I think it would. I think it stands on its own more than a Star Trek sequel does. But I think you're right. You'd be missing a lot of the. Yeah, I don't know that you know. I think it probably. Um, but also, my other thing I would say is. Don't you think that Empire is made better by the fact that in Star Wars, as we discussed, the characters are such huge stereotypes. They're archetypes. They're just the hero, you know, the innocent hero, the wise old man, the rogue, the robot, the princess. And why Empire is so good is because it takes those archetypes and it gives you so much more to those characters. They all become so much more nuanced and so much more interesting. But without them being set up in this kind of boring stereotype way in the first place they wouldn't be as interesting there's there'd be nothing to flesh out if it started from this point yeah and it, yeah. And it is mean, in fact that there's that. so much that character that in this yeah. film and so little mm-hmm. in the first that that's why this film is so much better in it's, a way it's lucky in that respect yeah i think well, like they just picked that's... a great director and a great writer really yeah i mean you're definitely right everything's on its side and also for me that's why it's sort of episode four and five are perfect and everything else isn't as good because mm. they lose it Return of the Jedi completely it doesn't have that thing you're right that is they are playing against the first film so well mm. and also it, it does help that he has hand, Lucas has handed off mm. you know directing and writing to more competent people and that yeah. and it's sort of it's the ideal thing really like he's made the world and now he's letting good people play in it which mm. is a thing that they, they get wrong repeatedly after this don't they yeah um and it, and it still feels like the first film. And yeah, no, I think I think you're right. I think without the first film, it isn't as good as it is. But the first film does exist. And so, yeah, yeah. I think it's un, unrivaled as a Star Wars film, without a doubt, for me. Yeah. Is it your, fav- is it your favourite Star Wars film, Sam? Oh, absolutely 100%. By an order of magnitude. Like, yeah. Great. Mm. Like, it's it, it, to me, it goes like, Empire Strikes Back is the best. And then you come down a couple of steps and you've got New Hope. And you drop down a chasm and you've got Return of the Jedi, and then you fall into a different planet and you've got the rest of them. That's the sort of the. See, I quite yeah. like Rogue One. Well, yeah. shit. Only because it's got. It's kind of in the same world as this. You know, yeah. it's that. I, and I love this world. I don't like the new the new universe. Mm. Or the old universe. Yeah. Or that yeah. prequel shit. Yeah. And the thing as well, the, the, it is because of the, the time it's made and the budget and the scope of it, it's the abstract nature of this world that makes it so. Uh, inviting as a kid because mm. you're filling in the blanks aren't you like it doesn't yeah, matter that that, that mm. Bespin is uh, sorry uh, Cloud City's like four corridors because it's not in your mind is it they, they do no. such a good job of leaving it to no this is like proper you know magical filmmaking oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah. no no definitely so, no there's no way that the world isn't uh, isn't a full world in this I mean it's just there's so much more Alex to it. obviously the least stars, Star Wars here mm. where does it 
rank for you, especially see, on the rewatching now. Yeah, see, this is the, the see, this is the problem. I I love uh, a new hope, uh, and I did absolutely love this. But when if you'd asked me before we started this, before I rewatched New Hope, I always really liked Return of the Jedi. I, I really did, because I liked... I, I quite like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, because I like Luke in Return of the Jedi. I think he's a real badass, and I like his character in that film. Hmm. But now, on these rewatches, I think I need to rewatch Return of the Jedi to really make a decision. Because, no, I thought this... I mean, I think artistically this is the best. I think this looks... Oh, yeah. There were moments in this that just looked... That, that it's so beautiful how it looks. Yeah, um this- there's yeah, not and I one think the bit of script which falls flat. It no, looks no. incredible. Like yeah. the, sh- yeah. the colors are just amazing. Yeah. Like he does so much with the sets. Mm. Yeah. No, it's like you say. It's, I mean, George Lucas needed to put all the kind of groundwork in. But yeah, when they first get into the Millennium Falcon and it all comes on and it's all like purples and reds and it's like mm. this looks like incredible. Like yeah. compared to like what it did in the first film, <laughs> no, they spent the money well, haven't they? I mean, they've, they've reinvested it in in yeah. the right places on the sets and everything. Um, you think um, those well, like Irving Kirshner, who did direct it. When I looked at his filmography, he didn't actually he hadn't, he hadn't made anything big before, had he? Really, he wasn't a, a sure thing. No, no, it's all TV stuff, isn't it? It's yeah, weird. I like so, watching yeah. the making of with him because he is, he's, you know, I think he's he's very good. Yeah, mm. he did RoboCop two, which is not he did, yeah. a brilliant. It's all film. about it's gags. All right, but... He keeps talking about gags. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> "We got to," and I want to get this other gag in where I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "He didn't do a lot of do His career's not like no, it's weird, isn't it? He did a Bond film, didn't he? But I think yeah, um, yeah, he's odd, isn't he? How he didn't really go on to other stuff. No. But it's clearly not a yes man, is he? Because it's got its own look to it and stuff. Oh like no, that, no. That Lucas clearly isn't bringing. So no. Um, I know, like the Gary Kurtz. That's the guy who um, the the interview with him about like what Return of Jedi was originally was all um, came from that Gary Kurtz. Because I think he, I think he's not involved in Return of the Jedi, is he? I think. I think he got. Oh, okay. He fell out with Lucas. I think he's probably got a lot to do with why this is the way it is as well. Um, mm. But yeah. Mm. Well, the big question is, where does it go on the list and does it go above A New Hope? Who's going to go first? It's number one for me. It's number one for you. Absolutely, 100%. Number one with no question. Wow. Yeah. Chris? I would put it at number one, but I've got the Jurassic Park thing. Mm. Um, I would put it above Aliens, but I wouldn't put it above... Jurassic Park, so it's all in the wrong order for me at the moment. But um, I think as it stands, looking at this here, I would probably say something like um, three. Three. Mm. Yeah, it's a hard Alex. one. No, I would it, take, you yeah. know you know what? I would take one and I would take three. I wouldn't take two. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Which is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Um, it is hard. I mean, I am. I'm trying to get over my, you know, my. It is, you know, would it, you know, I, I'm getting over the fact that yeah, I would judge it because it's not a standalone film. I would judge it lower, but I'm trying to get over that because ultimately we put aliens where we did and all that. So, and it is better than the New Hope, and it is better than Predator. Although I love Predator, and it is better than the Matrix. I think it is better than Aliens as well. I actually think it is better than Jurassic Park. I'm sorry. I think that there's the final. I think Jurassic. Park I think only for the standalone of, element of it that, that you know that argument. It 
Is that why? You know? Yeah. I just think Jurassic Park runs out of steam. Yeah. It's, if, if anything, and it's and picked scope, up pace. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. No, I you think know, it's, it's better it's than... It's a space that. opera in the, in the proper words of it. Like, it really... It goes all yeah. over the place and, mm. you know, there's, there's, there's comedy and there's dark bits and yeah. there's a no, whole I... new world, you know. A whole new world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I'm happy with one, two or three either as, as well, you know. I'm not... I'm Let's not... just go one then. We're number one. It's number one! Wow. I mean, I'm I think... Sure that, have we got a jingle it's... to go with that, Sam? No, we should have. It's number one! Yeah, I think it, it is one. like, as a consensus thing, the fact that yeah. we are all putting it that high up, um, despite, yeah. you know, other films... I mean, to be honest, I was just looking at the list, and there isn't, for me, there isn't a better film on this list at the minute. Um, no, it's very I think good. I a couple I do like more, but not mm. they're not there now, so... No, it's good. And also, actually, I mean, ultimately, my argument about, uh, oh, but it's not standalone, but as you said, it takes everything that was good about Star Wars and makes it a new hope and makes it better. So on that basis, it should be higher, because it, yeah. it, it improves rather than copies yeah. or detracts. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, there we go. The last ranking of 2018, and it's a new number one for the first time since the 14th of March 2017. I mean, imagine if this, wow. fa- if, if Empire would have failed. That's like, it. Would have all ended, it would, wouldn't it? It would have all been over. I mean, what's a weird thing? I think I mentioned this when we did the, the trailer thing. Was it, it reviewed like badly? It was really like not. Um... That was. Hey, hey, hey. That was my final quiz. Oh, right. Okay. Do you want another quiz? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Oh, my! I had three quizzes, and my final quiz was... <laughs> it's out of control. It is out of control. It's Christmas! End of year special. End of year special. My final quiz is this. Everyone loves Empire Strikes Back, don't they? So... <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm going to read you reviews, and you need to either say, is, it em- is this they talking about Empire, or... Are they talking about one of the prequels? Prequels, right. And if you can say which prequel, you get a bonus point, okay? Yeah. So who wants to go first? Uh, Chris can go first. Chris can go first. Okay, right. Uh, The actors are wallpaper, the jokes are juvenile, there's no romance, and the dialogue lands with the thud of a computer instruction manual. Is that about Empire or a prequel? Prequel. Which prequel? Could be any of them, couldn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, one. Yes! Oh, double points. Well done. Okay, here we go. You ready, Sam? Yeah. The spacecraft laser battle gimmicks are familiar now, so even though these are the most special of the special effects, there are no longer, they are no longer so fascinating. Worse, the more one sees the main characters, the less appealing they become. I'd say that's Empire. Ah, oh, it is Empire! Yeah. Well done. Uh, okay, Chris. It's a big, expensive, time-consuming, essentially mechanical operation. Blank is about as personal as a Christmas card from a bank. <laughs> <laughs> from the New I York Times. Say, I would say prequel and and three. It's about Empire Strikes Back. Oh, is it? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah wow, there it? you go. Okay, right. So. Isn't it crazy you think about how few those films have been at that time? Even then, people were saying they're bored of like, the, the tropes of yeah. sci-fi. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll never see another Star Wars, so like, you know, New Hope, no Mm. matter how much we want to, and we want to very much. The plot is standard, and the dialogue, even for something intended for young people, is curiously flat. It ranges from the pious to the predictive to the pathetic. What's Uh, that about? Prequel Revenge of the Sith? 
Oh, it's prequel Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. So well done. Okay, Chris. Uh, there is nothing fun about blank except maybe the opening battle, and it's not so much of an adventure as an ordeal. Uh, Empire. Um, no, oh. that, is that Sith? It is Sith! Oh, yeah. well Because that opening well battle is really good, isn't it? Well, no, it's alright. Okay. Well, compared to the rest of the film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who are these people? What are they up to? Why is it so hard to care about what happens to them? What's Empire? that about? It is about Empire. Well oh, done. Yeah. Daily Telegraph. He obviously hadn't seen Star Wars, that guy. No, see, <laughs> yes. I did read it, and one of them was, one of these reviews was like, I haven't seen the first one, but, you know, I assume. And it was like, yeah, oh, don't, maybe don't, don't, really, don't really review it. Okay, Chris. Uh... The dialogue is astonishingly feeble. The acting, unforgivably wooden. To paraphrase Yoda, the only creature with truly human dimensions, bored I am. What's that about? Um, Empire. Oh, that's a prequel too. Oh. That was Revenge of the Sith. Okay, Sam. Uh, Blank is not a truly terrible movie. It's a nice movie. It's not by any means as nice as Star Wars. It's not as fresh and funny and surprising and witty, but it's nice and inoffensive, and in a way that no one associated with it needs to be ashamed of, it's also silly. Uh, prequel Phantom Menace? No, that's about Empire. Mm. Okay, last one. Blank has no... silly? Yeah, that's, no, that's weird, isn't it? That's the New York Times. No, it's not silly, is it? I mean, maybe they just thought science fiction <laughs> yeah. was silly in but those that's days. head exploded when Jar Jar Binks turned up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, true. Uh, blank has no plot structure, no character studies, let alone character development, no emotional or philosophical point to make. It has no original vision of the future, which is depicted as a pastiche of other junk culture formulae such as the western the costume epic and the world war ii movie its speciality is special effects or visual tricks some of which are playful imaginative and impressive but others of which have become space movie cliches is that empire or prequel i'd say prequel that's empire as well so they really cat they really they really Jesus. slagged it off yeah i think sam Mental. won that one two three four yeah for, yeah you won well done Yes, yeah, so there you go. People didn't crazy, love it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for queuing in my uh, last quiz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, like now, uh, if you've got my tomatoes now, it's 95% fresh. So, mm. you know, history's been kind. Yeah. Will it be as kind to the prequels, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> is, there a, is there a reappraisal coming for those? I don't think so. No. Well, by cool. us, but not really. Well, thanks for that, Alex. Good. That's all right. That was a long one. Yes. Um, we're not going to the future this time because there's no film next week instead it'll be Christmas Day and there's a Christmas special so join us for Christmas shenanigans next week Um, yeah and we're back in the new year with a new film won't we so yeah well thank you very much Uh, see you all at Christmas Bye. bye